Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning together Bereshis Shishi, the sixth Aliyah in Parshas Bereshis. Our Aliyah is 24 psukim running from Perek Hay Pasuk Aleph to Pasuk Chav Dalet. The main point of, or the topic of our Aliyah is the generations of Adam. In it, we hear about the generations from Adam almost to Noach, and it describes it as Ze Sefer told us Adam beyond Barola Kim Adam. So this is, these are the generations of humanity on the day that God created humanity. And we hear in a similar pattern about the first seven generations. We hear about how Adam lived 130 years, then he had Chase, he lived 800 years more, had children, living a total lifespan of 930 years. Then Chase, his son, lived 105 years, had Enosh, who lived 807 remaining years, he had children, living 912 years in total. We then hear about Enosh, who lived 90 years, had Canaan, lived 815 more years, had children, and lived 905 years in total. We then hear about Canaan, who lived 70 years, had Mahalalel, lived 840 years afterwards, had children, and lived 940 years in total. We then hear about Mahalalel, who, had, who at the age of 65 had Yered, lived 830 years afterwards, had children, and lived 895 years in total. We then hear about Yered, his son, who had, at the age of 162 had Hanoch, and lived 800 years afterwards and had children um, and uh, and lived 862 years in total. And finally, the last person we hear about in Ara Aliyah is Hanoch, who was 65 when he had Metushalach. And then Hanoch walked with Hashem and was no longer because Hashem took him. And lived 300 more years, which after having children meant he lived 365 years. So this is the general um, movement of Ara Aliyah. Basic questions to understand. Um, is what's the whole point of this section in the Torah? So Rav Hirsch points out that if you look at the beginning of Perik Beis in the Torah, where it says, "And it told us um, these are the generations of the heaven and the earth." So we have the natural world around us. Here is the static world around us, and here is the human world. And it told us um, these are the, the told us Adam. These are the generations of humanity. Humanity. There, there's the world called the natural world and the human world, which are being described in this parasha as and their expansion and their growth and they're perhaps some of the greater and lesser moments. It's worthwhile noting that the Medrash Rabbah over here, at this point, at this specific Pasuk, quotes ben Azai, who says that the, when it says, Eilat told us Adam, he says that this is, um, the, way, the way it says, uh, the way the Medrash says it is, Zeklal Godol Batorah. This is the great rule in the Torah. What does he mean, the great rule of the Torah? So what it seems to mean is that all human beings can be traced back to Adam. That means to say all the good, all the bad. All the ever really spiritually developed and the degenerate humans, the altruistic and the selfish ones, all came back from the same human being. Which means to say that humanity has the capacity for tremendous good and tremendous bad. It's all encapsulated. Understand that it all came from one place. It wasn't that Hashem created bad human beings and good human beings. He created one human being with all of that capacity. And that's true of every human being who's born is an Olam Malay, a full world with the capacity to do both. It's interesting that it's on this medrash that Rabbi Akiva disagrees with Rabbi Ben Azai, and he says the famous rule, which is to be found here. Most people don't know it's to be found here, which is Rabbi Akiva Omer after the Recha Kamocha Zeh Klal Godol Batorah. That loving one's friend one as oneself is the great rule of the Torah. And what Rav Hirsch understands this to mean is what Rabbi Akiva is saying is that all good and all bad will come out of one attribute, one characteristic, and that is selfishness or selflessness. When a person is selfish, they will be selfish to uh, regarding their friends, regarding their family, regarding their contemporaries, regarding the world around them, regarding God. When they're selfless, they'll they'll be able to live a life based on morals and values, not just themselves. That's what Rabbi Akiva is saying is uh, to be understood in the development of the human of the human nation. Um, 
It is worthwhile noting that the Malbim points out that as opposed to the ten generations from Noah to Avraham, the ten generations from, uh, from Adam to Noah actually describes the years they lived after they had children as well, indicating these people themselves, um, although maybe not the generations, were actually were actually spiritual ascendant individuals and had lives worth living, not just as progenitors of the next generation for the sake of the chain as well. What was so special about Hanoch? Why was he called walking with Hashem? So if that he walked with God, so the Haimekdara says that he meditated upon Hashem. And he meditated upon Hashem so deeply that ultimately he escaped the bodiliness and the confines of this world, which is why he disappeared. Rabbi Bechai adds this and he points out that he is the seventh generation from, um, from Adam, in the Chase line at least, and, uh, and the, corresponding to the seven branches of the candelabra of the menorah, that means to say he was able to take utilize the energy of all the seven spheros to be able to catapult himself into a much higher dimension, which is how he was able to leave this world. And ultimately, he turned into a celestial angel whose name in Kabbalistic literature is called Metatron and became a very powerful angel um, as a human being who, so to speak, graduated from their human confines. The Chomah Sanach, in fact, even points out that the Gematria, Vuhanoch ben Yered, is Metatron, Hamalach. So it's this very fascinating perspective. It's worthwhile noting that the Medrash takes a more um, we'll call it basic understanding, which is that Hanoch was special in that he um, he was a tailor. He was sorry, a cobbler. He put together shoes. He was able to uh, um, sew leather together to make shoes for human beings. Um, and in doing that, he was Mitzarev Tzirufim. He was able to unite Hashem's name and connect the, the divine letters when doing his work. So his the beauty of his life that he led was not because he was sitting on the top of the mountain, the monastery, you know, contemplating God, but it was that he was able in his very basic work to see godliness in every thread, in every stitch that he made, in the shoes that he made for another, for, for other people, in his goodness for others as well, that, that, that giving nature which he had as well. What Hashem take him away? So the Bechor Shara says in the Torah that you may think he was taken early because he sinned, which is why the Torah emphasizes he was taken early, because Akash Baruch Hu wanted him because he was so good. Rashi says that to avoid the bad influences in the future, Akash Baruch Hu knew that, that he was a very innocent, very pure individual, and he knew the bar beyond which he would not be able to sustain, would not be able to be able to ward off some of the negative influences in the world, and that Akash Baruch Hu took him early to avoid being, uh, being influenced by those people in that generation, which is why he left it. Just fascinating this, uh, story, just even in the very numbers of the generations of Adam and Chava. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful